Hello, and welcome to ENJ Sports Podcasts. I'm Ethan Diamond. I'm Josh Baskies, and today we will be talking about our AFC predictions on this year's upcoming NFL season. Well, this upcoming NFL season is going to be a weird one with all this coronavirus stuff going on. No one even knows if there might even not there might even not be a season happening. But if there is, these are our predictions and what we think will happen. We're going to start with the AFC East, and in my opinion, I can definitely see the Buffalo Bills winning the division. I see them having an amazing season. I think they're going to be a lot better than the Patriots and maybe even go at max maybe 13 and 3. That's what I think they'll do. They do have a couple tough games on the schedule. But the trade for Stefan Diggs will really help Josh Allen make a huge jump this year. Their defense was already elite, and I think Allen's going to take another step forward, get the offense there. Their defense was already at elite level, but now that Allen and Diggs are, I think they're really going to mesh together along with their rushing attack. I think they're going to have an amazing season and be better than the New England Patriots. Um, I think the Bills will definitely be good. Do I think they'll be 13-3? and No. Do I think they'll win the division? No. I think the Bills will come uh, runner-up to the Patriots um, at 10-6. and six. The Bills will definitely have a good season, but they, throughout the season they won't be able to figure out a way to stop the Patriots. Um, make, uh, gaining Stephon Diggs, that was a great acquisition. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he'll um, totally fit in the offense uh, at the beginning. Um He'll definitely help the Bills get to the playoffs. And um, the Bills, like you said before, already have a elite defense. Um, so, in my opinion, I think they should focus more on getting another receiver and maybe some D-linemen. Um, other than that, though, the, I have the Patriots winning that division at 11-5 and five because who who's going to stop Belichick with a scrambling quarterback? The Bills are. The Bills, the Bills have a good defense. I think the Bills are going to be able to stop the Patriots there. I, I understand that people think that Cam Newton is inconsistent, and he is. He is inconsistent. He's also, he's also unpredictable, but you cannot give Bill Belichick a scrambling quarterback because that's just flat out unfair. I mean, I don't um, know, because Belichick is really – I don't know about that, because Belichick is really used to a system with Tom Brady, definitely one of the more pocket – like a pocket quarterback. He doesn't run a lot. So – Belichick is used to designing systems for pocket quarterbacks and guys like that. I think that with, with Newton under the helm, their offense is going to be totally different. They just recently signed him. There's only two months until the season starts. So I don't know how much time they're going to have to adjust to like a completely new offense. Newton hasn't played a game in like a year, let alone for the New England Patriots in a new offense. So I don't know how they'll do in the beginning of the season. They might not immediately click, but I can see them definitely coming together and finishing strong. I just don't see them getting past Buffalo. I think they're a better team on both sides of the ball. Um, I think def- losing Brady was definitely a huge loss for Belichick and the Patriots, but Belichick always finds a way. He 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 can do stuff that no one in the history of football, uh, no coach in the history of football can ever could ever do, and maybe can ever do. I mean, he made. Brady, who the best, the, the goat. He made he made Julian Edelman, who I'm pretty sure was undrafted, um, a number one receiver. And I, I mean, I see your points, but I just I just don't see the Bills beating the Patriots. But they, thank you, thank you for bringing Julian Edelman up because that's another point. Who does Cam Newton have to pass to on that team? 
He's, um, he has nobody to pass to. All they have is Julian Edelman out wide. They lost Gronkowski. They have no other good wide receivers besides maybe Muhammad Sanu. I don't see who Newton is going to pass to on offense. So that's a good point. And the, the Patriots also have Nikhil Harry, who's still developing. He'll probably be a solid two, wide receiver two or three. But Belichick's offense is not run on receivers. It's run on tight ends. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but – in the draft, I think it was in the third or fourth round, Belichick had had picks, had two picks. It was either in a row or um, one pick and then another right after. But what he did was he took two young tight ends. And um, I have a feeling that those two tight ends are meant to fit right into his system um, I bet it may not be meant to fit into a system with a scrambling quarterback, but like I said before, Belichick always finds a way. That's true, and I think they're definitely going to be a lot better now that they have Newton. He's easily a much more competent quarterback than Stidham. I just don't see them getting past the Bills. But anyway, besides those two teams, the other two teams in the AFC East are nowhere near the top two, the Jets and the Dolphins. Where do you have those two teams? Well, I have the Dolphins coming in at third and at five and eleven, and the Jets coming in last at four and twelve. Um, I'm a believer in the Dolphins. Um, the Jets, on the other hand, they just they just stink. I'm I'm never big on them. Um, I think they still need to rebuild. Um, I do think gaining um McKee Becton in the draft definitely helped, but one line is not going to do uh a lot. I don't know because um, th- their offense in general definitely needs help. Um, Bell hasn't been performing to his expectations, and Donald just needs receivers. Um, they took Denzel Mims in the draft, which was a very good pick. Don't get me wrong, but he needs two to three years to develop. And even when he does develop to a good receiver, I don't think um, one guy will change anything. He may change some things if he gets good later on, but this is why I'm usually never big on the Jets. They're never balanced. Um, I mean, they're, they they need to move Jamal Adams because he doesn't want to be there, and they can actually get uh, a crap ton if they if they can somehow move him, which I think they can. That's but true. He does have a lot of teams. Just not trying. He does have a lot of teams that he wants to go to. They could definitely give the Jets a lot, but I personally am going to put the Dolphins below the Jets, maybe by two or even three games. They're not in a good place. The Dolphins are not in a good place. I mean, they might have drafted Tua, and that'll help a lot, but he's never played an NFL snap, which is definitely going to hurt. His experience is low. Not a big believer in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And all they have out wide is Devontae Parker. They have no good running backs and wide receivers behind that. Their defense still isn't great, and Tua's going to need more to pass to than just Devontae, Adam, Devontae Parker. Someone could just stick their main wide receiver on him. I think the Jets are going to take a step forward with Sam Darnold. Another year under his belt. Le'Veon had an off year last year, but I think he'll respond well. And even though they lost Robbie Anderson, they replaced him with Denzel Mims. And their defense, even without Jamal Adams, is still a lot better than Miami's is. Um, I don't believe we're in Miami because um, they had – well, they they were never – the past couple of years, they just – everyone just counts them out. And um, – in, in my opinion, they still need some work and should definitely keep rebuilding. But I think they had a nice draft. I think taking 
Tua Tagovailoa as their franchise quarterback was a good move. Um, their defense, on the other hand, is actually pretty good. Um, it could use an improvement here or there, but other than that, um, I think they're bounced all around. They just, like I said before, need to keep rebuilding. Um, I'm not a very big believer in Tua Tagovailoa. I'm a believer in the rest of the Dolphins team, but really not him. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know how you can say. I don't know how you can say that. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see anyone else who the Dolphins have that really you can believe in. I'm gonna I, be honest. I, think, I don't see who you can believe in on that team besides Tua. I think. I think that um, the the Dolphins can have the ability to be good in, in the coming years, but I in order to believe in the Dolphins, Tua has to stay healthy. And That's true. I'm just, I'm just not sure. Uh, or I'm just not positive he can, he can do that. Yeah, and he, he, for, for them to be good, he really needs to stay healthy, and he hasn't proved he can do that in college. So he's really gonna have to prove that in the NFL. Also, um, the injury that he had, um, nobody comes back from that thing, and being Tua as a sort of a scrambler and sitting in the moving around in the pocket. Um, I just don't, I just, um, he needs to be able to transition into a quarterback who can just sit in the pocket and not run around because enough blow to that hip and that's it. I I agree. He's, he's lucky to even be playing it today, but one more blow to that hip and that's it. I would agree. And, um, thank you. And that's going to be our AFC's predictions. Let's go on to the AFC North. Obviously, I think there's one team that's really ahead there, and that's easily the Baltimore Ravens. They're led by quarterback Lamar Jackson, who had had one of the best seasons in the who had probably the best season in the NFL last year, a complete breakout year, had more rushing yards than a lot of running backs. And um, I don't think he'll have the same breakout season that he did last year, but he'll still be an extremely dominant player in the NFL. His two ability is going to be great. I see them going 13 and three especially with some defensive improvements that they made, like in the draft getting Patrick Queen. I think they'll easily be one of the best teams in the AFC along with the Chiefs. Um, I completely agree with what you said. I have the Ravens going 14-2. and two. I'm having one less loss. But um, in my opinion, Lamar Jackson, uh, regardless of Lamar Jackson, they're going to have a great year. But um, – Lamar Jackson needs, in in my opinion, needs another year to prove himself because, from what he's showing the playoffs, he cannot he cannot perform on a big level, and um, I think the Ravens can potentially make the Super Bowl if Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson can perform in the playoffs. I would agree. Um, there's, there's no doubt that the Ravens will win that division and um make the playoffs. It's just a matter of how far they go, and um, if Lamar Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson can somehow put together what he did last year. Um, do I think he can? Um, maybe, but it will be very challenging. Uh, I agree, and if there's one team that's really going to be able to get to them, it's going to be the Cleveland Browns, because if their offense, if it all comes together, is the best in the NFL by far. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper. That's an amazing offense on paper. But once their chemistry improves and their defense improves, I can see them maybe even chasing the Ravens in the AFC North.
Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. I have them finishing second at 10-6. and six. Definitely um, a wild card team, if not um, the top of the hunt. But um, the Browns, like you said before, have a very good offense. But without, without chemistry or without um, Baker connecting with his receivers, they're, they're nothing. They're just um, – the players are just not performing. And as a Browns fan, that's very annoying because on paper, like you said, uh, that offense is one of the best. That's, um, that's completely uh, true. I mean they – can, They can easily come in at a wild card spot um, last year and this year for that matter, but they're just not, they're just not performing. Um, I think they, there's a chance they can be neck and neck with the Steelers. Um, but that will most likely not happen. Uh, I'm not that high on the Steelers, to be honest. I mean, obviously last year they did not have a great team with Roethlisberger's injury. With Mason Rudolph, a quarterback, they put up a third worst 276 total yards per game, which is honestly atrocious. I mean, they do have a hard early schedule as well, so um, it'll take a little for uh, Ben Roethlisberger to get back into his rhythm after the surgery he had. And I think they'll maybe go eight and eight, n- not be a playoff team, but they'll definitely be a decent team and an average team in the AFC. Um, I completely agree with you. Um, I feel that the Steelers could have a late season push, but without having a good start to the season and without Big Ben at his best. Uh, I just don't – I see them in the hunt, but I do not see them making the playoffs. Um, and to be honest with you, after having that surgery on his throwing arm, his, uh, his elbow, um, considering his age, I think his career could be coming to a close. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. And I think I think the Steelers are definitely a decent team out there, but I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs or bad enough to get a high pick in the draft. But one team that I think will definitely get a high pick in the draft has got to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep, they definitely okay. drafted Joe Burrow, which is going to be a great pick for them. Him, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, T. Higgins is going to eventually be a great offense. I just don't think they'll get there this year. Two of them are only rookies. Mixon is still developing. Green's still a little hurt. And, I mean, offensive tackle Jonah Williams, the guy they drafted in the first round last year, is definitely going to help them a lot. But I think Burrow will also have an amazing rookie year. But their lack of defense is definitely going to come back to hurt them this year. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, I still think the Bengals are uh, in the rebuilding phase. I think that they can go six and ten this year. Um, they definitely had a good draft, but all, um, their all-around defense needs a lot of work. Um, I think they should do what the Panthers did this year in the draft after next year, which was to um, they should take an all-defensive draft because that definitely cannot hurt them. I would agree. And um, moving on to the AFC South here, the team I have in the top, as much as I hate to say it, has got to be the Tennessee Titans. I don't feel very good on them. Josh, what about you? Well, I have the Titans going 12-4 and four this year. That There's no um, no way. I think, I think after last year's playoff run, they definitely proved themselves. And Tannehill has to perform well after he just previously signed a four-year deal worth $118 million. And, I mean, um, he has to prove that he's worth that, and going 12-4 um, will definitely prove it. Um, I, the Titans, I, in my opinion, are one of the most underrated teams in the NFL. 
They're, they, no, there's no way. Titans are not an underrated team. I think they're, pro- in fact, I think they're an overrated team. They're such a one-dimensional team. They have no passing. Tannehill, that huge contract was honestly a terrible deal for the Titans. They signed him four years, $118 million. He didn't even have a good year last year. He just had a good two games in the playoffs. He was 28th in the NFL in total passing last year. And they just signed that guy for about $30 million a year. I mean, think about that. Um. I, yeah, but I think I think the Titans are very delved on both offense and defense. Um, they could definitely use some work on the receiver, uh, their receiving core. But I think AJ Brown can definitely develop into a great player. Um, although he'll be great, they'll probably need a better receiver and uh, another rookie receiver that they should draft next year um, in order to back him up. Yeah, and I mean, I just think they're they're such a one-dimensional team. Like, their passing attack is almost non-existent to me. Tannehill really hasn't proved himself. He was never good on Miami. He isn't good. He's not going to be good in Tennessee. Derrick Henry is, def- is, 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 is a great running back, but eventually teams are going to be, be able to game plan against him and eventually shut him down. But, I mean, with all that said, the Titans are still a solid team on the defensive side of the ball. They'll I, work their end. I think they'll definitely win that division. I mean, the I, I the only reason they're going to win that division is because the Texans do not have DeAndre Hopkins. That's the only reason they're that not going to. That deal, in my mind, makes literally no sense. That that they was DeAndre Hopkins, who is one of the best receivers in the game, and they gave him up for David Johnson, who had one good season and didn't even really play last year. He got hurt after like five games. A second rounder and a fourth rounder. One is a pretty good pick. The other one is meaningless. I I just do not see any logic in this deal yeah. whatsoever. That was one of the worst trades I've ever seen in my lifetime, in my opinion. Hopkins is like a, the kind of talent you get once in you you get like once every ten years for your team. He's, he's arguably the greatest receiver in the in the NFL. I personally think the best receiver in the NFL is Michael Thomas, but Hopkins Me is too. Hopkins is a close second. And without without him, quarterback Deshaun Watson will have no one to pass to. Besides Will Fuller, I mean, he's hurt half the time anyway, so, I mean. That is why I have them going 8-8 eight and eight and coming in third to the type, to the Colts, who come in second at 9-7. and seven. Um, I, mean, I think um, they're very good. I think Rivers was a good acquisition, but um, they should definitely get a quarterback who will actually stay with them and not leave after one or two years. Rivers is old. Um, Brissett's getting old. Um, I think they need to draft a quarterback, whether it's um, this year or the next year. I mean, I completely agree with you, but I don't see the Colts getting past the Texans. Rivers is definitely past his prime. He had an okay year last year, but not, like, amazing. And I think they're, I don't see them winning too many games this year without a very strong defense. They also um, traded away their, their first-rounder this year, which could have been used to maybe trade up and get a quarterback in the draft. Maybe yeah. trade up with like the Colts or the Dolphins or a team like that. I think that would have been smart. But a tough schedule should also hurt them this year. Although they might be able to find a way to sneak into the wild card if they really go on it. I just don't see yeah. them. I just don't see them getting past the Texans. The main difference there for me is the fact that the Texans have Watson and the Colts are still yeah. pretty unpredictable uh, at quarterback. Have the Jaguars coming in last. Yes, they're um, not a good team. I have the Jaguars going one and fifteen this wow, season. Wow, that's um, I don't. I, I in my opinion, the Jaguars just flat out suck. 
Um, they should definitely move Fournette for multiple first rounders or at least a first rounder and a different uh, average running back. Um, I like Fournette, and uh, he's not going to be able to do um, any um, good things on a team that stinks. So um, the Jaguars, in my opinion, should take this season and should start scouting right now. I completely agree. They're definitely a 100% rebuilding team, and to be honest, their pick last year, Gardner Minshew, I'm really not a believer in him, and I don't really see where that franchise is going. They signed Nick Foles to, like, a huge contract. He barely even played for them, and now he's now he isn't even on the team. Gardner Minshew, a quarterback, they traded away a huge part of their defense. Calais Campbell is gone. Jalen Ramsey is gone. A ton of guys from, like, their old, from, like, their old group of when they made it to the AFC Championship, all of that core is gone. I could see them going 3-13. and 13. That's definitely at a max for me, and they're easily going to be one of the worst teams in the league and probably last in the AFC South. Yeah, no doubt. Um, moving on to the AFC West, I think we both have the Chiefs um, coming in at first. Yeah. I, I have the Chiefs actually – I have them going 15-1. and one. Um, I think they're going to have an amazing year. Um, they took the best running back in the draft, and he'll most likely be in the running for um, the offensive player of the year, as long as he stays healthy. And on the other hand, Patrick Mahomes just signed a ludicrous contract. I mean, yeah, the contract it's ridiculous. For million dollars over the course of ten years, he'll be making five hundred dollars an hour and $8.50 a minute. Um, um, signing that deal means that the Chiefs really trust him, and that also means that he's got to perform. He's, he's probably got major ex- expectations. Um, that's most likely going to be a, another championship. Yeah. Uh, that's probably what they're expecting from and, that um, I think the issue with that contract, though, is that they might not have a lot of room to sign other people. Spending $503 million, that's half a billion dollars on just one player. It's kind of right. ludicrous. Even a player of Pat Mahomes' caliber. Although, for like right now, they do have a really strong core with Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Kelsey. They also, their defense is no pushover, too. They do have a solid defense. And yeah. personally, they're going to be my favorites to come out of the AFC and maybe even repeat this year against whoever comes out of the West. Um, I, I agree. Um, uh, who, who do you have coming in at second in that division? Uh, I actually, I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty big believer in them. Their defense isn't too bad, and I think they're going to go 9-7. and seven. I, I do kind of like Derek Carr, especially the player they picked in the draft, Henry Ruggs. I think he'll be great for that kind of offense. Josh Jacobs, the rookie running back, or second-year running back now, should take another big step forward. I think they're going to be pretty good. Although I have, I also have the Las Vegas Raiders coming in at second. Um, I have them at eight and eight. Um, I think they're going to be one of many teams in the NFL, uh, one of many average teams in the NFL this year. I would agree um, with you. They are definitely worse than I'm putting them out to be, but it's their strength of schedule that is helping them. Mm-hmm. Um, they completely screwed up the draft. Well, no, I thought I thought Rugs was a very good pick. Yeah, he was a good pick. pick 19. They won 100% should have took Clavon Chazen, who ended up going 20 to the Jaguars, which, in my opinion, was an amazing pick. Um, Arnett um, should have gone in the fifth round. 
I'm not pick 19. I mean, that's, I a, that's Raiders, a little harsh. I think the Raiders definitely still need work on both offense and defense, which is why I can sort of see why they took Arnett, but it was way too early. In my opinion, Chazen is similar to Khalil Mack, and he would have fit right in with their date. I agree, and I mean, that was just probably a terrible pick. I can't even imagine what their fan base was thinking. There are also tons of there are tons of great guys out there that they could have taken. Chasen is a huge player, in my opinion. That was a great awesome. selection by the Jaguars in that draft, but I just think um, – I think I see the Raiders, based on their offense, I think they're going to have a pretty good year this year. I Also, another thing that comes into play for the Vegas Raiders is their new stadium and their new fan base. They already had the biggest fan base when they were in Oakland. Now moving to Vegas, I mean, like, come on. Their stadium's worth, like, a billion dollars. I mean, yeah, it's so nice. a bunch of fans. There's no way they got the home advantage. Yeah, I mean. But um, moving on to third place, I think we both also have the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I think after, even though they lost Philip Rivers, they did draft uh, Justin Herbert in the draft, and he could be a big guy for them. But he'll definitely take some time to develop. They do have guys like Austin Eckler. He, I think he's a great receiving running back, Maybe, probably maybe even the top receiving runner back in the league. Um, I'm also a big believer in Keenan Allen. I think he's a top wide receiver. But their defense still definitely needs help, especially, I mean, their defense still needs a little bit of help around guys like Bosa, Ingram, Derwin James. Behind yeah. those players, they still need a little bit of help, but they definitely got the core down there. And I think in a couple of years, the Chargers will definitely be a great team. Yeah. Especially when Herbert, Herb, especially when Herbert comes together. Yeah, 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 totally. I think after losing Rivers to the Colts, the Chargers will only be good because of the strength of schedule. I mean, um, the Chargers, in my opinion, are definitely better than the Raiders. But the Raiders this year, I think they're just perform better. Um, they're good on both. Um, the Chargers are good on both offense and defense. And I think once Herbert comes together. Um, he'll be a great addition to the team, and I think the Chargers will really have something there. I mean, um, I, I would to last place in the AFC West. Um, uh, I have the Broncos at four and twelve. Um, I think the Broncos will definitely be good in a couple of years because they're a good young team with lots of potential. Um, I just think it'll be another year or two until they actually can show that potential. I agree. In my opinion, they're probably one of the worst teams in the NFL, maybe even rivaling the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a young and inexperienced team. I do kind of like Drew Locke at quarterback, but he might take a couple years, and their passing attack really isn't going anywhere. In my opinion, they should easily be one of the worst teams in the NFL. All right, that about wraps it up for this um, uh, AFC prediction podcast, but... We will have another one coming out in a matter of days with our NFC predictions. Yep. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for listening to E&J Sports Podcast. Uh, we'll be coming out with another episode about the NFC soon. And uh, thank you so much.